From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. I did not like what Steel and Tube said yesterday. They used the word recessionary. Yeah, now, look, we've talked about a number of companies over the last few weeks where we're getting, you know, clear evidence of the slowing economy. And, and might we continue to get updates from local businesses that illustrate the strain being felt in, in certain sectors of the economy. We're not making this stuff up, Mike. We're not making this stuff up. So yesterday, local listed company Steel and Tube issued a trading update and earnings guidance. And yeah, I want to highlight the, the language because we're starting to see this language being repeated sort of everywhere in how companies describe their operating environment. So these are quotes from Steel and Tube, but equally I could put them you know, against a number of companies that reported backdrop of tightening economic conditions. Higher input prices and cost pressures have impacted margins, given the recessionary environment. And we're hearing this stuff all the time. Uh, how's this impacted Steel and Tube? Well, their second half of the 2023 financial year, they're expecting volumes to be 10 to 15% less than the first half. And earnings now forecast to be in a range of 28 to 32 million. But if I look at the, the year so far, if we look at their 10 months to the end of April, their earnings were 23.6 million. Last year, in the same period, their earnings were 37.9 million, so a significant fall. Now, they're also using the term cost out. That's another term we're hearing a lot. It basically means companies looking to reduce costs where they can, and ultimately it almost always involves you know, losing people. Um, so sort of counter, I suppose, that worrying downtrend of the trend of the sort of downgrade. Uh, the company does talk to the healthy pipeline of work that they've got, in their case across a diverse range of industries. They note the work coming for them from the rebuild associated with the cyclone and flood damage. And actually share price went up mm. yesterday, so the market, well, share price reasonably resilient, but that share price has been pretty weak so far this year, so it's just sort of the decline stopped really. US inflation number yep. out this morning, people will be pleased with that, won't they? Yeah, I think they will. So this is out overnight. So hot, hot news hot off the press. Look, every data is important. Data point is important right now um, because the Fed has said future moves are going to be data dependent. So this was US CPI inflation for the month of April. It's not necessarily the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. Uh, that's what they call PCE inflation. But the CPI index rose by 4.9% year on year. That's the first time it's been under 5% for two years. Uh, so you are seeing inflation cool. Still a question of how long it takes to get back to the target range because it's still well above those levels. It's not the only factor for the Fed. They need to think about the labour market as well. And that recent non-farm payrolls number was higher than expected. Uh, but you'll be pleased to hear airfares are coming down, yep. hotel stays are coming down, cars are coming down. Good. Uh, you have seen a nice little shift down in US interest rates. Ten-year Treasury fell uh, sort of almost 10 basis points, five-year rate down 13 basis points. So yes, better. It's, a, it's good news, not bad news. Yeah. Now, all birds are very sad given the New Zealand connection, but I mean, they're rude shoes and I think they're paying the price. Yeah, I kind of didn't think they were a you sort of shoe, Mike. No. Um, yeah. I we, said it right from the start. I said, you're going to make rude shoes. They're not going to go well for you. And was I right or was I right? You're right. The tech sector really embraced them. And then there was a Wall Street Journal article, I think, which said that the tech guys had sort of ditched them. They weren't the cool shoes anymore. Right. But yeah, Orbis launched much fanfare on the US NASDAQ in, in late uh, 2021. Gee, the market capitalization at one stage was over $4 billion. Uh, by the end of 21, $2.2 .2 billion, shares trading at 15 bucks. Uh, that share price is now at $1.36, so a long way from the euphoria that greeted the company when debuted. That's lost over 90% of its value. Sales and profitability have really suffered this year. First quarter sales, they've just released their, uh, their first quarter results. That's why we're looking at them. Sales down 13.4%. They are still losing money. Uh, net loss widened to 35.2 million. 
million. They have a hangover of inventory they're selling. Them. I hear they've just uh, launched a golf shoe, a, a, a woolen golf shoe. There you mm -hmm. go. So look, it's chasing a turnaround now. The yeah, um, founder, Tim Brown, ex All White. Uh, look, we wish them the best. You really do want to see them succeed, but uh, they're they're doing the hard yards at the moment as we're using the sporting analogy. Mike. Yes, indeed. What are the numbers? Uh, the Dow Jones actually lower, uh, down 198 points, uh, 33,363, about 0.6%. The S&P 500 uh, about sort of flat really, down 5 points, 4114. The Nasdaq, however, uh, tech companies still sort of, uh, I suppose, holding this market up, uh, 12,258. The number there, that's up 78 points, 0.64 of a percent. The FTSE 100 uh, down 0.3 percent overnight, 7741. The Nikkei down 0.41 of a percent, 29,122. Shanghai Composite down just over 1 percent, 3319. Uh, the Aussies were relatively flat yesterday, only down 8.7255. But we had a good day on the NZX 50, up 98 points, 0.82 percent, 11,987. One Kiwi dollar this morning will buy you 0.63. 0.436 US, 0.9396 Aussie, 0.5785 Euro, 0.5031 pounds, 85.18 Japanese yen, gold, $2,031.37, and Brent crude come down a little bit, $75.93. Excellent. You have a great Thursday. See you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, JMIWealth.co.nz.